Hi everyone. We've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into technology and rewilding. These stories are truly incredible and reminders to me that conservation can actually work. First story is the only one in technology. Um, this is coming out of interestingengineering.com. Uh, inspired by butterflies, researcher invents new paint that has no pigments. <laughs> the researchers at the Nanoscience Technology Center at the University of Central Florida, UCF, have invented a new paint that does not use any pigments at all. Called plasmonic paint, it uses nanoscale structural arrangements of aluminum and aluminum oxide to generate its hues. Debashis Chanda, a professor at UCF and head of the Nano Optics Research Group, said they were inspired by butterflies. Conventional paints carry pigments that rely on light absorption properties of molecules to determine their colors. The light that is not absorbed is reflected back and seen by the observer and associated with the object's color. The paint made by Chanda's team relies on light absorption as well as reflection and scattering of the geometric arrangement of its nanostructures to create a full color palette. Shonda's inspiration for this was nature itself, where flowers, birds, butterflies, as well as underwater creatures exhibit attractive hues, all created by the geometric arrangement of colorless materials. And then this next part is where it gets into conservation. Since the paints only contain metal and its oxides, it is environmentally friendly also. Normal color fades because pigment loses its ability to absorb photons, Shonda said in a statement. Here, we're not limited by that phenomenon. Once we paint something with structural color, it should stay for centuries. The paint also reflects the entire infrared light spectrum, absorbing less heat. Compared to commercial paints, the plasmonic paint keeps surfaces more relaxed by up to 30 degrees Fahrenheit during tests. That's really cool. And then here's my favorite part. The paint is also extremely lightweight. The researcher claims that full coloration can be achieved using only 150 nanometers of this paint, making it the lightest paint in the world, while 1,000 pounds of commercial paint would be needed to paint a Boeing 747. Only 3 pounds of plasmonic paint could get the job done. That is so cool. Next category of rewilding, um, three amazing stories here. Uh, first one's coming out of CNN.com, although I've seen it in a bunch of places. Endangered Mexican wolf species is making a U.S. comeback, officials say. The Mexican wolf population in the United States surpassed 200 individuals in 2022, federal officials have announced. This is a stunning recovery for a species that nearly went extinct with just seven known wolves in existence in the late 1970s. God, that's awesome. A total of 241 Mexican wolves were documented in Arizona and New Mexico in 2022. This milestone has been 25 years in the making, said Brady McGee, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service Mexican Wolf Recovery Coordinator. To go from zero wild Mexican wolves at the, start, at the start to 241 today is truly remarkable. In 2022, we recorded more packs, more breeding pairs, and a growing occupied range, proving we are on the path to recovery. These achievements are a testament to partner-driven conservation in the West. Love to see that. So excited for the Mexican wolves and 
Congratulations to everyone working on that. We'll make sure that the trajectory continues here too. All right, next story is coming out of Reuters.com. Um, this one, Pelicanus has a uh, long history and appreciation uh, with. Uh, Chile announces biological corridor to protect endangered deer. Chile launched a program to protect the Huemel, an endangered southern deer, by creating a biological corridor that includes an area recently donated by the family of the late philanthropist and founder of the company North Face, Doug Tompkins. The Rewilding Chile Foundation, Tompkins Legacy, along with Chile's Ministry of Agriculture, said that the Huemel National Corridor will be made up of approximately 16 connected state-protected areas alongside other private conservation initiatives. This public-private initiative seeks to reduce threats to the species, strengthen Huamel populations in key conservation areas of the Patagonian Park Group, the ministry said, adding that it will also build the world's first rescue, rehabilitation, and reproduction center for Huemels. If you want to learn more about the work in uh, Chile and Patagonia, um, check out our story in The Possibilists. Um, where we look into Doug Tompkins' life. All right, last story here. Uh, CBSnews.com is covering this one. <laughs> I love this. Pittsburgh Zoo welcomes newborn western lowland gorilla, a critically endangered species. The Pittsburgh Zoo and Aquarium welcomed a new, adorable addition on Valentine's Day. The zoo released the first photos of the baby recently, a little less than a month after her arrival on Valentine's Day. The newborn female gorilla is healthy and thriving under the care of her mom, Ibo, zoo officials said. This is Ibo's second baby. The 32-year-old gorilla welcomed her first when she was just eight years old. The zoo said gorillas living in zoos can live into their 50s. Officials at the zoo said they're holding a naming contest. You can submit a name suggestion for a $5 donation on their website. The top suggestions will be vetted by the staff and then go on for final selection. Western lowland gorillas are listed as critically endangered species due to their rapidly declining population as well. So every baby born is an important one. Um, so we love to see this. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month. And uh, I really look forward to sharing more in the future. Thanks so much.